The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week as we explore yogic philosophy and apply it to our daily lives. Okay, everybody. Welcome to part two, some philosophy. If the teacher leaves the body, should you try to maintain contact with them? So here we get into the whole idea of connecting with the spiritual teacher. And so I remember when I was beginning my, um, let's say, conscious journey in high school, I was reading a couple of books. I had been raised Roman Catholic, and so I was familiar with the feeling I got from reading the Gospels. So when we'd go into church, you know, there'd be readings. Um, and the ones I most enjoyed were the, the readings with the interaction with Jesus and his disciples, because I could kind of see the picture in my head. You know, these guys, these people are living by the sea. It's like 12, 13, his mother's there. There's some other people. You know, I could kind of visualize that and relate to it. And it definitely gave me a certain feeling. And so as I started getting deeper into meditation, I started reading more books by different teachers and in addition to the knowledge I was getting, I was also getting like different feelings from the books. And looking back from what I know now, I would say that I was picking up on the different vibrations of those teachers. And so it presents the idea that as individuals, we have a consciousness each of us has a certain level of consciousness. And that consciousness just in and of itself remains when our physical is no longer here. But it's pretty subtle for someone to pick up on it. But our consciousness also remains in the things we create, in the house you build, in the music you record, in the book you write, in the in the family you create. You know, in all the things that you create, you leave your vibration. And so, when we get into the realm of, of spiritual study, it's really valuable to connect with a teacher. And to find a teacher you really feel like you can learn from. Just like if you're in school, there's, there might be three or four different teachers who offer, you know, physics 101 but there's a particular one that you most, you like their teaching style, you like their approach, and so you choose to learn that course from them. Ultimately, from all the teachers, you're gonna come out with a certain level of proficiency, but there's one, one teacher that's gonna be particularly inspiring for you. And so it's the same thing with spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is exactly the same. At the end of your spiritual journey, when you reach nirvana or samadhi, or however you wanna say it, um, no, no matter how you got there, what avenue or path you took, you get to the same place, but the important thing is that you find a way to get there, and you don't just like 
get lost. And so then this brings in the idea of um, connecting with a, with a teacher. So then, then Sri Chamoy writes, it depends on the relationship that, that the teacher and the student have established. Suppose your teacher has passed away and you did not have any co close connection with him. You can say that your teacher was very great, but what kind of connection did you have with him? And so this is the example of someone who has a living teacher and then the teacher passes away. And so um, Sri Chamoy is pointing to the importance of like establishing a connection when you know someone. Same could be said for people you love in life, a mother or a father or a, you know, someone that's close to you, if you establish a close connection with them while they're in the physical, then it's that much easier to keep that connection when they leave the physical. If a teacher has 10,000 disciples and you are not one of the intimate disciples, then you cannot expect anything from him or her just because they're a great teacher. Did you ever have any personal contact with him or any serious conversation with him? Did you have any inner contact with him when he was on earth? These are the things that you have to take into account. Otherwise, just because he is great or well-known does not provide any assurance that you can maintain an inner connection. And then he gives the example, let us say that your father was a very great doctor and now he is not on earth. If you are suffering from some ailment, will you think of your father in heaven to cure you? No. Somebody may be infinitely inferior to your father in the medical profession, but you will go to him for the immediate cure. He will cure you because he is still on earth. And then he says, then the final part of the answer, if you have a master like Sri Krishna, the Buddha, or the Christ, a master who is fully identified in the God consciousness, then when you meditate on him, you are offering your very existence to the ultimate. Otherwise, there are many spiritual masters on earth who have realized God. But if you have not established any strong inner connection with them while they are on earth, it will be difficult, if not impossible, to maintain any connection once they leave the body. And so when he says, if you, if you have a master like Sri Krishna, the Buddha, or Christ, obviously, you can't, we can't go back in time and know Buddha while he was alive. You know, we're in this moment and the, and the Buddha's in that moment. But through concentration, you can connect with that vibration. And so the idea being that Connecting with the spiritual teacher is possible, even if they're not in the physical, through the power of your own concentration, through your ability to feel a more subtle energy. So if you're able to find a teacher that's in the physical, that's alive, 
then you have, you have one type of opportunity. So before I ever met my teacher, I didn't have a teacher in the physical. I was reading different books, gaining inspiration. Then, by some good fortune, I, I met a teacher, studied with him for many years, and then he leaves the physical. And so maintaining that, you know, creating that connection and then maintaining it. And so the same thing applies to connecting with a teacher. So if you read the writings of the Buddha or read the Gospels or there's, there's some more, more modern teachers on our website. There's a video that we have um, called Spiritual Teachers. So I talk about five or six more modern spiritual teachers. They've, they've left the body, but they lived like in this century or in the 19th century. People like Yogananda, um, a woman saint named Ananda Moima, Ramakrishna. A couple. Of, we sell some of their books in there, and so then reading those books and looking for that feeling, that vibration, and then through your meditation, you can concentrate on that vibration, that feeling, and basically make that connection. Because to make a connection with the spiritual teacher is a real acceleration of your spiritual growth because you're then finding some wisdom that you trust. And that's a really important thing is um, that you have faith and confidence in, in the teachings you connect with. Any, any thoughts about those ideas? Thoughts, questions? Um, does it make sense? Nick, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about all that? <laughs> um, so, essentially, if you, uh, a teacher can be anybody, right? A teacher can, are they saying that a teacher fits the mold of only a spiritual teacher, or are they saying that um, a relationship that took the form of a teacher could be a spiritual, spiritual teacher, right? Like a parent or something, somebody like that? Well, that's going to depend... Like in your journey, your inner journey, your spiritual journey, there's going to be teachers who come into your life who teach you like a certain segment of the journey. So, you know, I look back on one of my cousins who lived with us when I was in high school for three years. And he definitely like taught me a lot. He, he taught me to stop watching television, you know. He said, what are you doing? You're wasting all your time watching television. So, you know, he was able to teach me a certain things I needed to know, but he definitely wasn't like a spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. But he was able to help me along the journey. And so as we're moving along, you're going to have teachers who come into your life who can teach you certain things. So, for example, um, coming to these classes, you know, you're meeting uh, Sujantra or Tom or other people who are teaching here. And so we're able to teach you like a certain level. But you know, I know for myself, I can't guide someone to a state of nirvana, you know, because I don't know the course well enough. Um, so I'm, so you'll, be, you'll encounter people who can take you a certain way, but ultimately, you want to try to make a connection with, with someone who's rooted in that, in that deepest state of consciousness, because they can take you those final steps. 
is the, is the, is the idea. But from everything that comes in, into our life, we can learn and becomes a form of, of teaching. But as, as, it, as, it, as the lessons become more advanced, the number of people around who are going to be able to teach you that is going to diminish. Like if, if you start looking for God-realized souls in San Diego, the, the, the options might get a little thin. <laughs> I don't know, you'd have to, you have to go out and look around, but I imagine it thins out quite a bit. <laughs> no, I haven't encountered any. So, so then to be on the safe side, you can say, okay, let me, let me um, you know, not, uh, you know, like in our, in our bookshelves, the teachers that are there are people that I feel like or have been, other teachers have said these are very high souls. So, you know, you can read that and start to get a feeling and a vibration, and then that can become a, um, a guide <clears throat> to you. Because ultimately, like I said, the experience of meditation is your own soul coming forward. Ultimately, it's your own soul that guides you to the, to the ultimate goal. But the teacher is like the outer embodiment of the soul. So it truly... God realized teacher is emanating that. And so by connecting with that teacher, you connect with that energy, which is ultimately showing you what's inside yourself. But we don't know it. We doubt ourselves. We think we're, you know, just this or just that, or we're kind of lost in our minds and our thoughts. But to connect with the, that living energy or just that vibration is really helpful. Other, other, other thoughts on that or uh, on those ideas? Okay, so then we'll touch on one more, <clears throat> one more question. Okay, so this is relevant. So can a master guide new disciples after he or she has left this earth? So, you know, you read about the Gospels and you, and you see, okay, um, you know, Mary Magdalene and Joseph and Peter were all disciples of Jesus. And if, you, and if you're thinking, wow, I'd like to be a disciple of Jesus, you know, can I have that intimate of a connection as those people who were physically with that person? So Sri Chamoy says, certainly it is possible. Look at the Christ, for example. Great masters such as Christ, Sri Krishna, the Buddha, Ramakrishna, and others can and do guide their followers. They have a free access to the earth consciousness no matter where they are. And so that's, that's a nice, um, I think, concept or idea to hold in, in your heart or in your awareness as you're, as you're journeying spiritually is that the consciousness of, of illumined spiritual teachers, it's not like it's gone. So I, one of my favorite things uh, that I read years ago was by Ralph Waldo Emerson. He was the great American uh, writer and philosopher. And he, one of the messages he hit on over and over in his writings was, don't think that you've missed the best of times. You know, don't think that the best times were 2,000 years ago. The best time is, is this moment in your life because you exist right now. This is, this is your moment. 
And, and so the, the, the vibration or the energy that great teachers bring to earth is not gone. It's still present, and you can connect with it. And so being a, being a disciple of Jesus doesn't mean you have to... It can be a, it can be an ever-new experience in this moment if you connect with that consciousness. But thinking that, oh, I'm a disciple of Jesus because... I wear my hair this way, or I do this thing, or that thing, or I joined this organization. That's like uh, that's that's uh, kind of secondary stuff. The real thing is, can you make a direct connection with that vibration? Can you, in your side, your heart, find that that vibration? And that's that's the real um, that's the real connection point. So again, certainly it's possible. The great teachers have a free access to the earth consciousness no matter where they are. Has anyone ever had a dream where Jesus came to them? No. So, so that's, um, <clears throat> that is, I had a friend, he passed away a few years ago. But he said he had a dream one night where he was um, climbing up this cliff. And he didn't, he, didn't, it, he didn't know exactly where it was, but it like felt like it was really high in the mountains. He's climbing, climbing. And he um, climbs up and gets over this ledge. And he, on the le- inside the ledge, there's this beautiful cave. And there's a spiritual master, and there's a few disciples around the teacher. And... Um, he got there and he sat down and he just felt this incredible light and this energy of consciousness. And that when he woke up in the morning, he just felt full of this, of this really beautiful energy. And so, to my mind, that's an exact example of the experience that this consciousness is present. That this, this realm of consciousness, and we just have to make ourselves, we have to get access to it make ourselves uh, um, open to it, because it, it's, it's all around us. And so, and like Emerson said, this is, this is our moment, this is our great moment, but we also have to avail ourselves to the opportunity. We can't get um, lost in the world. We're part of the world, but we don't want to get lost in it. And just like in the 1850s when Emerson was writing, you know, that's when the industrial age was coming in and life was speeding up. And, and he was, one of his big part of his message was don't get lost in the speed or in, in the acquisition of things. Don't forget that it's spirit that's the truest joy. And so you look at us now and we're like even massively more engaged in it all and like fixated on screens and. So it's, it's equally imperative now not to um, get lost in that, but to stay in your heart and finding that energy. Okay, great. Well, that was a good um, discussion. I learned something. <laughs> it always helps to talk about these things and, and um, something new comes to mind. Okay, so again, um, again, Tom's here tonight, and he leads the uh, Kirtan on Thursday night. So if you ha- who hasn't been to Kirtan? 
Okay, so really recommend checking it out. Thursdays at 8.30, goes to 9.30. And if you want to come for a shorter, if that's getting late for you, and you want to just come for a half hour or um, a couple songs, you're more than welcome to. Really nice experience. And again, you can, um, if you're curious what Kirtan music starts, sounds like, you can grab one of these cards and you can go to the website and listen for free and check it out. That's it. All right, you guys. Nice chatting with everyone. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste. Namaste.